0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We are going to head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline for mid-city.ca and Mid-City Construction Management, providing you with the highest quality and most cost-effective solutions in the safest way possible. We welcome back to the show. Uh, one of the most popular guests that we have, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Elliot, is there any news down in the United States today at all? I wouldn't
1: joke about that, uh, Bob. Oh no, it's it's a, uh, it's a
0: serious topic, yeah, which it's, most it's, of the listeners don't want to hear about. They're like, we get enough news on this station. That's talk hockey. It's a it's a tough day down there, isn't it, for a lot of people?
1: Yeah, brutal. Absolutely brutal.
0: All right. Uh, what's the news? First, uh, game five tonight, the Colorado Avalanche with a chance to uh, uh, extinguish this uh, terrific run by the Tampa Bay Lightning organization. And uh, John Cooper not very happy with the GWG and OT from Nazem Khadri. What's the fallout of that, if any?
1: Well, Cooper apologized yesterday, and we've got people down here wagering on whether or not there'll be a, a too many man penalty call tonight and whether or not. It goes against it goes against Tampa or Colorado. We'll see. Um, you know, I, I think the biggest thing tonight is going to be how healthy is Tampa going to be. Uh, Jared Bednar said this morning that one possibility in the lineup is uh, Andre Burakovsky, who missed the last two games after getting hurt in the second period of Game Two. And meanwhile, you know, Point skated this morning for Tampa. Chernak skated this morning for Tampa. We, you know, we just don't know who's going to be in and out for the Lightning. And I honestly believe, Bob, that that was one of the reasons that Cooper reacted as he did, is that he, he was so disappointed and crushed, as all the Lightning were, by that loss in game number four. And he looked around, he saw the toll it was taking on Tampa, and you see how much healthier Colorado was getting. And I, and I think that all affected his comments in the moment. There
0: came a point uh, for Oilers fans, and and maybe, you know, they say a series doesn't start until a team loses at home. Maybe it occurred in game three. I think most of us recognized and appreciated how deep and good Colorado was, but where Mm -hmm. you just acknowledged that Colorado was better. Now, saying that, this series has had two overtime games a blowout for Colorado and a blowout for Tampa. But I think Colorado's better. Do you think Colorado's better than Tampa?
1: I do. I I think they are. I think that the like. Look, they're 15 and three in the playoffs. I think they're the best team in the league. Um, But you know what? Like, I mean, you know that Tampa's going to go hard tonight. You know, if if this is it for the Lightning, if this is it, you know, they're not going to make it easy. They're going to compete right to the bitter end. And the other thing that they have, and uh, this shouldn't be forgotten is that Vasilevsky is the kind of guy who can win a game by himself. And, you know, I think Colorado's going to come out tonight on fire. I think it's going to be an onslaught in the first 10 to 15 minutes. And we're going to see how, you know, Colorado, we're going to see how Tampa handles that. I think, you remember, in, I remember when the Kings won their first cup, they won the first three games against the Devils. And then the Devils won two in a row and made it a series. And then right at the beginning of Game Six, Steve Bernier took a major. Yeah. King scored three times and it was over. Like that's the one thing I look at tonight for the Lightning. Can they avoid that early in the game?
0: Well, they're so good on home ice and they're so fast out of the gate. You know, if they get Burakovsky back after getting Kadri back, uh, you know they can come yep. at you wave and wave. Now. I don't know if they can do what Tampa's done. I wouldn't bet against them. Uh, But the reality is they've got several UFAs, and I don't know if they're going to be able to keep Codre. There's no way they can keep Khadri, Burakovsky, and Nachushkin. Those
1: guys have basically played in their top six season. Is there a way they can keep all those guys, Elliot? No, they can't keep all those guys. And to be honest, I think the one that I'm hearing a lot of focus on is Nachushkin. And uh, I, I think they want to keep him. And I, I think they see a path to keeping him, um, but I also think Nacho'skin, who had a brutal time in Dallas, knows the value of being in a good place. Yeah. So I, I I really do think, like I just think the offers for Kadri are going to be too big. You know, they've got to pay McKinnon a year too, right? So I, I just think it's going to come down to. Do they think they get to a place with Machushkin where they can keep him, and I, and I do think they want to try, and I do think he wants to see if it can be made to work. Elliot, uh,
0: how many potential suitors do you think will be out there? We're getting people text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. How many potential suitors do you think will be out there for Evander Kane?
1: I think that, like, I think it just depends on what he wants, right? Um, uh, I, I think it really does come down to what kind of contract he's looking for. Um, You know, one of the challenges with Kane is that he's played for a few teams already. And, you know, some of those teams aren't going to want to go back there. So that cuts down your market a little bit. Uh, I think that there will be some teams. Like, I, I really think it comes down to the contract. You know, I was talking to one agent yesterday, and the one thing that he's talking about is that there's not a lot of money in the system. And it's going to, like, there's going to be some guys who are definitely going to get paid. Like, Johnny Goodrow's is going to get paid. Philip Forsberg is going to get paid. I think Kadri gets paid. Um, like, I think there's a, there's a few guys that are really in excellent shape for getting paid. But I think after that, I think also with that is what kind of team do you want to play for? Um, you know, there's some teams that have money that aren't, um, that, that aren't really that good. I think that's a factor, too. Like, I think all of these are issues. I don't think, I put it this way, I don't think Kane's market is as big as some of the other markets will be for some of these players. But I think what it really comes down to is what kind of deal he wants. And, like, like I, I think there's teams out there who would be willing to go four years for sure. I just don't know how many are going to want to go longer than that.
0: Elliot Freeman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Mid-City Construction Management. Conversely, in goal, how big of a market yep. is there going to be for Billy Huso out of St. Louis?
1: I think there's going to be a pretty good market for him. Like, I do think there's going to be opportunity for him to, um, you know, look around and, and, and see what's out there. And I mean, the, the one thing is that, you know, the one thing about Huso is that he only costs you money, right? Like, you know, for example, uh, John Gibson costs you assets. And... Um, I, I think there will be a good market for Huso. I, I don't think he's really. I think St. Louis knows that there's a good market for Huso, and it's going to be extremely difficult for them to keep him.
0: All right. Uh, switching a little bit of a focus. Winnipeg Jets have not announced their head coach yet.
1: Is it Fata Is it going to be Barry Trotz? I wouldn't say it's fait accompli. I think that, you know, Trotz is still making his decision. I think we're going to know next week at the latest, I would bet. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's been easy for Winnipeg to navigate all of this, to be perfectly honest. But I, I really do believe that we're going to know next week one way or the other um, which way we're going with Trotz here. Uh-huh. And I also think I also think that one thing that Winnipeg has done is they've also um, they've also looked into you know just if it's not trots, who their other who their backup candidate is going to be. I think they're kind of narrowing that down too, if they haven't already made that decision.
0: There's stuff going on with Dubois. We're hearing Wheeler's name out there. Some people have mentioned Shifley. For the purposes of this show and Edmonton's need, what about Hellebuck?
1: See, so there were rumors during the year, Bob, that Hellebuck might want to ask out. And I chased that for months. And finally, at the end of the season, I got some clarity. I asked someone about it. And I asked with a couple of people about it. And what I heard was Hellebuck was willing to stay as long as the team was contending. Yeah, and that's kind of where things stand. Like I don't think Winnipeg, like I, do I think Winnipeg wants to bring in? some of their, like, coal Perfetti's of the world to play a bit more? Yes, I do think they want to do that. Do I think they're looking at uh, a total teardown? I don't believe that. So, like, I'm not convinced Shifley is getting moved. Um, you know, when he met with them, uh, I heard they talked a lot about keeping them, finding a way to rebuild the bridges. Shifley did not make a specific trade request. So, and I think the other thing too here is that, you know, with with Dubois' uncertain future, although I do believe that they want to try to keep him, you know, all of a sudden you have Shifley-Dubois down the middle, you don't want to lose that, both of that. So I do think there is an emphasis on trying to repair the relationship with Shifley, and we'll see where that goes. Uh,
0: Fear of the Fin has Texas Phil on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. He's a San Jose Sharks fan. What's going on there with the general manager? Did we lose Elliot?
1: Okay, Do you hear Elliot?
0: me, Bob? Yeah, we got you now. Go Bob? ahead.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. S- San Jose GM so, position. Yeah, I heard you. Um, so I think they're down to their final group, like their last three to five people. Okay. However. Uh, I've heard they're not in a rush. And, you know, like like someone said to me, if they don't have their person in place uh, by the draft, they're not going to consider that the end of the world. So I I don't think they're in a hurry. And and also, I think the other thing, too, about San Jose is, after they sort out the GM thing, what's going to happen with the coach? Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's there's a lot going on there. Um, like I said, like if you followed anything, I've kind of talked about with that. Um, you know, I think Ray Whitney has been there. I think Mike Greer has been there. I heard an international candidate, and there's some reason to believe that could be uh, Johan Gärpenlov. Um, and now I'm just getting a text from someone telling me that Barry Trotz is saying that he's not going to jump back into coaching right away. So. Um, you know, we'll see. Could Barry Trotz end up in goes. Nashville as a manager? Yeah, I do, I, I do think that's been discussed, yes. Not as a general manager, but in the front office.
0: Hmm. Interesting times, to, uh, to, to say the least, Elliot. Uh, any other sort of uh, things? I mean, is this the calm before the storm? Let's get through the Stanley Cup. By the way, organizations have got to have their – they've got to get their – front offices built as well, or guys renewed by June 30th. A lot of contracts in the NHL end up year-end of that time. There could be some movement that way as well. Could there not be?
1: Yes, I do. I think it's going to be a wild week, a couple weeks between now and the draft. I think it's going to be crazy. All right. Elliot,
0: great stuff as always. We appreciate your time. All right, buddy. Take care. That is Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. It is 1247 in Edmonton. And uh, we're going to take about a a two-and-a-half-minute timeout, and I will rejoin you at uh, 12.50. It is 12.50 at Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stofford, Derek Scott. Joining you, just heard from Elliot Friedman, Mark Spector, and Al May coming up. A reminder that the Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. Trent Brown was a two-time CFL All-Star. I'd strongly suggest to you that uh, he was probably... Uh, the best football player produced out of U of A over the course of the last 40 years. Nobody does it better than James H Brown. Injury lawyers. All right. So now I'm going to challenge you a bit to come up with your solution for the Edmonton Oilers goaltending situation. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, your pal Stoney has texted me, Bob, if Trotz has decided he isn't getting back into coaching, Ken Holland should be all in on Hellebuck. Winnipeg isn't competing without Barry Trotz. That one comes to us at 780-496-0063. Again, this is your opportunity to participate on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Who would you target? What would you do in goal? This text comes in saying Bob is Jack Campbell a viable option. Well, I think he's going to end up being a viable option. Yeah, I think that meaning that I think he's going to be available. I don't think the Leafs are going to get him done. Boomer has texted us to say Bob if Evilly Husso is a bonafide starter at 57 games, then we only need half a season for Skinner to be bonafide. Do you think two goalies with 70 games between them is a good idea? That's a fair fair question to ask, and that would be the concern, I think, if you went with uh, Huso. Again, Chris from Sylvan is adding Bob Barry Trotz is out in Winnipeg as coach, as per Darren Drager. Uh, Josh says, Bob, give Huso three uh, three times four years. Josh, here's where I tell you, I believe Huso is going to get minimum $4 million a year, and probably on a four-year term. Uh, this text says, Bob, what about getting Alexander Georgiev? <laughs> you work for the sports corporation I think Georgiev could be had out of the New York Rangers all day absolutely no question about it uh, I, for, for sure hmm Boy, this is going to be a text that not everybody's going to agree with. Bob, the orders need to run with Skinner and Smith and shore up the front, since we have only got so much cash to go around. Hope that Smith can play 50% of the games. Some all-right UFA names are coming up in 2023. Um, yeah, I don't think that's the solution that most fans would agree with. Okay. Bob, what about Borgo, Barry and Cassian for Carey Price and Anderson at 50%? Uh, Make no mistake, any deal that the Montreal Canadiens would be intrigued to make with the Edmonton Oilers, the guy they would ask for is Xavier Borgo. There's a big difference between saying I would trade Borgo for Anderson. I'm saying that Anderson, to me, if Edmonton can't get Kane back, would be the type of player I would target (laughs) And I know that the Montreal Canadiens would be asking for Xavier Borgo. Big difference between the two. Uh, I would not do that deal. And I'll tell you why. Because I don't, I, I, as much as I've loved historically Carey Price, I'm not sure he can play. I mean, he's got a significant knee injury. Um, The texts are saying price and Anderson at 50%. That's between the two of them, $16 million in salary. That knocks it down to eight. Again, you could text us 780 496. Bob, what are your thoughts on Bobrovsky at 50% from Keefe? We discussed Bobrovsky yesterday. The general sentiment I got from the majority of the listeners was no. Camrose Flint has texted us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line Bob, what about Simeon Varlamov? He might be available. I'm not the biggest Varlamov guy myself. Again, you can text us, Bob. What about Holtby and Skinner? 50-50 split. reevaluate next summer, assuming no Smith. I, how good is Braden Holtby at this stage? And I mean that in all sincerity. I don't. I don't have that answer uh, with you. Uh, Aaron in Hannah, Alberta says, Bob, tell me the last team to make a Stanley Cup final with the goaltender making less than a million AAV. Uh, time to make an investment, Kenny. That text comes to us from Aaron and Hannah. Hmm. What point was uh, Vasilevsky, was he already, now I'm going to have to check out to see Vasilevsky's contract status when they won the Cup in 1920. And I'll be doing the same it's a possibility that... Oh, there's a salary here. A possibility might have been in the last year was entry-level deal. Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, where is it? Let's go to Cap Friendly. He was making the year they won the first cup in 1920. He was on a, a bridge deal that year at $3.5 So that takes him out of the mix. You'd maybe have to go back to... Matt Murray was probably on an ELC with the Pittsburgh Penguins when he was splitting duty. But the thing is, their other goaltender uh, was making over $7 million. Kurt says, Bob, what do you think of Mackenzie Blackwood? Uh, Kurt, decent goaltender. Tough go in New Jersey. Nobody seems to succeed, uh, succeed there. Bob, what about Bennington? Don't know. Huh. KDK says, Bob, what about Connor Hellebuck to the orders for 2022 first-round pick in Paul Yarby and a conditional second in 2024 if Hellebuck re-signs? Same trade proposal for Nashville for Saros. No way Saros, uh, Nashville would trade Saros. Don't think so. I do think there's an outside possibility Hellebuck ends up in play. Another texter says, uh, Bob, why isn't Martin Jones getting any consideration for Edmonton's goaltending uh, issue on a bad Philly team last year? He had pretty good numbers. He's a veteran. He'd come cheap and be a good alternate as Skinner develops and would be willing to sign short term. Okay. Um, Stoney says he wants to jump back aboard says Bob is a risky bet his analytics overall were stellar but they were carried by an incredible hot streak as a backup once he grabbed the starters role from Bennington his numbers declined uh, throughout buyer beware on Huso he is Chris Trader 2.0 Varla would make sense if Holland gets Schwartz's guy in jury next offseason I would uh, not go after Hallie uh, Buck uh, again you can text this Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Bob, can you confirm where Brian Lawton is ending up? He'd be a great ad for the Oilers. I don't know, to be honest with you, where Brian's going to end up. Bob, can you explain why the Oilers passed on drafting the Swedish goaltender? I know it wouldn't have fixed the situation immediately, but there was really no other option after Skinner with the entire organization from JB. I, You know... Uh, we're talking about Jesper and the fact that the Oilers basically traded down, and then uh, Minnesota stepped up and grabbed him. I, I believe Edmonton wanted Sebastian Cosa. Detroit had extra picks. They traded up, and they got Kosa at 15. I don't think Edmonton was as interested as much, obviously, in Wallstadt, and they passed on him, traded down, and took Borgo at 22. Uh, let's not forget that uh, they did have Skinner, a third-round pick. Uh, they had Rodriguez a second-round pick. A little bit small, and Kanovala have a third-round pick. So they'd invested two-thirds in a second in goaltending, and unfortunately, two of those guys are smaller guys. I think there's a sweet spot for goaltenders, and it's basically six foot three to six foot four. Um, get a little bit nervous all the time. Uh, Phil, the fear fan, has text back to say, Martin Jones, yikes, be careful of what you wish for. Keep it coming, everybody. You can text us at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, and there's lots that have come in. Jay in the tinfoil hat says, Do not trade Borgo, period. He's a future 50-goal scorer. The guy knows where to get to to put the biscuit in the basket. I think he could score 25 to 30. 50s a lot. Not a lot of guys score 50. We will head off to a global news, weather, traffic update with Kevin Robertson. And when we re- when we return, on Oilers now uh, we will be back with Mark Specter, Sportsnet Spec for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio 6:30. Chad.